0: Now I only talk to Nobel winning laureates in economics, people who I know are making money for their clients. These are the people that I'm gonna quote in my newsletter. There are other people out there that are still calling for market correction, bear markets, all of that. I'm just giving you people who historically and statistically have a pretty good reputation for predicting the future in economy. And mostly it's because these people are, are working with government agencies in order to ensure that that occurs President Bush needs just like your prime minister they need strong economies to run when the economy's bad all of a sudden there's an imperial mandate to get him out, guess what's happened to Governor Davis in California the economy's bad, let's get him out he's got a good economy people get very excited, whoa, whoa, whoa cool, 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 all right i got to give you one more. Ah, this one is pretty interesting, too. I I love statistics. I love numbers. And there is something called an equity, a bond yield curve. Now, you don't need to understand what this really means, but here's the bottom line. When there is what's called a steep bond yield curve, and that means that there's a big difference between where the interest rates are now and where people are predicting where it's going to go in the future... Right now, there is a 5% difference. So people think in America, and very likely here as well, because the world is very connected, especially in economy, that the interest rates are going to start to rise a little bit. That's a sign of an improved economy, okay? So the last time that occurred was in 1992, April 1992, when the yield was this steep, and when that occurred in America, the Broad Russell Index gained 20% over the next two years. And so people who bet on expansion were richly rewarded. So basically what we've got in the economies right now is you've got businesses who have been battered down and have had to lay off people and strip their costs in order to turn a profit. Now they're starting to turn a profit. They're starting to buy a little bit. their capital spending in order to start expanding a little bit. Unemployment statistically doesn't doesn't improve right away because that's not where they start spending first when when companies have cut back and cut their labor the first thing they have to do is that they have to start spending on their goods and then they start rehiring the people. So that confuses a few people. The economists know that, that, that it, the unemployment always lags the economic improvement. But most people don't know. So they issue these uh, unemployment reports that are still high. And some people get spooked on that day. But then the money managers who really manage all the money and make the money, they go back in and buy it. So this year, signs are, are at least good historically that there will not be a correction in the summer doldrums October. All right? Doesn't mean there can't be. It just means that if you follow history, if history proves itself out, you may see a continuous rise in the market this year, on into next year, which is an election year in America. All right, macro trends. It's tough, and I must say, if I, I'm really glad that I bought uh, JetBlue <laughs> at 36 before it split. We've, we've had three-fold gains on it. I don't know if you should buy it right now. And basically, I'm not in a position to tell you you should buy JetBlue or Southwest or United. Because my feeling is this. If you buy, or even not airlines at all, if you buy the company that you love, and I don't care what it is, if it's Starbucks or Kmart, I don't care, then you're going to pay attention to it and you are going to make money on it. I know people who have lost money just because they didn't pay attention. The founder, oh, should I even say this? The founder of National Lampoon didn't know he had stock options that were expiring. And when the new guys bought the company, the stock shot up to 25. And he looked at the options the day after they expired. That is the saddest story I have. So you make money on things that you watch. So guess what? That's why, that's why um, your broker needs to be your partner, not your guru. He needs to be your partner. Because guess what? He can't watch him as closely as you can. All right? All right, I have to wind it up. And I know that everything I've told you today has made you go, oh my God, I could never do this. I don't know, you know, it's too many things, too many words on a page, too many numbers. But I'm gonna tell you this, twice a month, I have some of the best money managers in the world. I have interviews with the top CEOs, and our goal is always simply this, to break it down and make it simple. For instance, we did a feature on JetBlue and on the airline sector that's online right now. Nothing but blue skies. So at least you know a lot of what's going on in that sector. It doesn't mean that you have to buy it, It just means that you should be aware of it, that there may be a buying opportunity. I know somebody who doesn't short stocks, who who really believes that anybody should short American Airlines right now, because it's teetering on the brink of bankruptcy. I'm going to give you one bit of news on American real quickly that's included in this article. American has revealed... In their annual report that they need to find two billion dollars in additional cuts. They only found two billion, they needed four, and they said if they can't find those two billion in cuts that they may have to declare bankruptcy. They've been threatening it all year. The stock popped up in the last week or two based on analysts upgrading American. And nobody can figure out why they're upgrading American when they've actually said and admitted in their reports that they're dangerously close to bankruptcy. So, I mean, I know a lot of people who are shorting American Airlines stocks right now. That's important to know. That doesn't mean that you're going to become one of them. And I must say, short selling is one of the most dangerous dangerous forms of investing on the planet. I don't recommend it at all. Yes? I'm going to tell you is that the only people I've seen who have really lost their entire company have been people who have tried to predict the future and short sell. Because when you make an investment in stocks, you can only lose however much you invest. When you do shorting, it is incremental. There's a famous person, a hedge fund, that went belly up a billion bucks on the day of the Amazon IPO. I'm just going to tell you that I know two companies in the last six months who thought they could bet on the future, and both of them are out of business. Gone. Gone. I think it's much better to follow your heart. Invest in companies you love and you know. So anyway, take a look at this and you'll get an idea for what we do. Another thing that we do is on our website we have interaction. We, we host online chats. In fact, we featured HARV last time. We've, um, we've hosted online chats with people like me. You can come in the chat room and ask me questions. I do that once a month. Um, I also feature CEOs of companies. So you can come in and ask them questions. It's intended to make this a network that we, with our collective wisdom, experience, questions, can then come to greater knowledge. If you have a company and you don't know where it fits in your sector, you can email it to me and I will put it in a report card and do an article on it for you. That doesn't mean that I'm going to tell you which one to buy, but I'm going to line it up and you'll know which companies are losing money, which companies are making money, and why. The next thing is this, we do investment club startup kits. Now you might think, I don't want to do an investment club, but I want to ask you, what was the power that you just learned in this group of four? And I'm going to tell you the best thing that you can do, and I loved the game that we did last night because I I partnered up with somebody and he and I made a a profit of $100,000 on one card in one turn just because we partnered up. I'm telling you there's power. I don't care if you get together with your friends and you sit in a room, each of you with your own shoebox, and you don't even share anything at all. There is power in collectiveness and in sharing knowledge and in getting together, okay? And I truly believe in this. Now, in my investment club startup kit, it's only good for small groups of people who know each other, and it is a member agreement so that it would spell out the terms and there will be nothing left to chance on anything. And believe me, people are invested in staying together. The power of it is much greater than the idea that you could, you could try to rip somebody off. That's the first biggest fear. What if my friends try to rip me off? These women that I put together that have the 250% returns started with zero, and they just wanted to learn about the stock market. They put in 100 bucks a month, and now they, have, they figure at the end of the year they'll have $12,000. Guess how much they have? The smart math software does the math for you. You buy, uh, let's say you buy Southwest, and you buy it at 18, and it goes up to 25. You plug in that number, and it'll tell you what your gains are automatically. When you buy the stock, you enter it in there. It tells you what your gains are and what you need to report to your accountant, it's really handy. There are three different uh, things on that. It'll also keep track of your dues if you decide to form your own investment club. Because I so strongly believe that with information and with you teaming up with your friends, that you can double, triple, you can, whatever your potential for returns are, this will absolutely increase it. I'm not telling you which stocks you can buy. What I'm telling you is use your wisdom and use your friend's wisdom and together you will gain beyond your wildest dreams. What do you get with the membership? Good point. You're going to get every two weeks on the 1st and the 15th, we will send you the table of contents. It will be available just to you online. You can go in, print out whatever articles you want. The next article that I've got coming out in October is my article with Steve Forbes. It's customer service 24-7. If you have a company that you're interested in and you want to see it in a report card, you email it to me, and we will put it in an upcoming report card. Absolutely. I get, that's where I get all my best requests. The other thing that we do is the online chats. So you can go into a, a chat room with people who manage billionaires, not brokers, and you can ask them your questions. I don't think I can get Steve Forbes in the chat room. Sorry, it's really hard to get 20 minutes of his time. And I usually only get it about once every six months. But we do have top, top money managers that we put in there. So our goal is whatever question you have, and this is, this is my sincere um, betrothal to you, whatever question you have, we'll answer it. We'll get it answered. And not only that, we'll get it answered by a Nobel laureate. We'll get it answered by someone who is a billionaire. We'll get that question answered by people who really can answer it. Not me. The only thing I am is I'm the conduit. I'm the conduit between people who want information and people who have it. And I'm very, very blessed to be in this position. And I love sharing information. That's our goal. So the whole team is devoted to answering the questions for you and making it simple. Hi. uh, Would you provide report cards for Canadian companies? Yes. And in fact, this is something I do want to tell you. I love Canadian companies. And I get an opportunity uh, 24 times a year to interview CEOs and feature them in my magazines, right? Last year, I featured two different uh, Canadian companies. They were great companies, first of all. One of them was Bennett Environmental. The call letter is B E L. And the second one is Gold Corp. And I wanted to, a lot of people were interested in gold. And so we did a gold mining company that was very eco-friendly. GG is that symbol. Canadian companies are great. And you know why I really, really like them from an investment standpoint is that the CEO salaries are in line with reality. They, I'm telling you. And, and eco-friendly and all these other things that in America you have to you know, really dig for and search for are almost a given here. So, yeah, no, we, we are very active. And quite honestly, Canadian and American companies are pretty interchanged on, on one another's stock exchanges as, as well. So we will definitely report. And that's where the power of you comes in because as you give me information saying, I want to know this, I want to know that, I want to know that, that informs our articles and that informs our chats and that's where we get all our information. Okay, let's hear it. Come on, guys.